Hey you! Welcome to the Mindset Enthusiast Podcast. I'm Lydia and I'm a university student who decided to not settle for anything less than great. In this podcast, I help you break free of others' expectations and find out what is possible for your life. I talk about positive psychology, mindset, plus give you tips and tricks that you can implement today to be more fulfilled tomorrow. And the most amazing part is that we get to do it together. Because guess what? I'm not there yet. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Mindset Enthusiast Podcast. So in this episode, I had the chance to interview Amy Graft, who is a former Air Force officer um, who became an entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and as she likes to say it, is a personal growth junkie. So she's now 25 years old and prones getting uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And I think you will really, really like um, this episode because we talk a lot about developing the mentality to push through criticism. Um, We also talked about having a daily routine that serves you and being unapologetically ourselves. So as always, if you love this episode, don't forget to tag both of us on Instagram with your takeaways and also go check out the interview we did on her podcast. I'll put all the links and details in the show notes. Hi, Annie. I'm so happy to have you on here. Welcome to the show, girl. Hey, Lydia. So grateful that I'm here. So excited to chat with you today. Yay, yay. Okay, so on your podcast, you often talk about getting uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely, which I think is a, is such a powerful way to look at the entrepreneurial journey and the ups and downs that come with it. Um, so can you tell us more about how you kind of develop that amazing mentality? Yeah, definitely. Um, And actually, it honestly starts with my journey, um, which I'm sure that we'll kind of dive into later on through this uh, through this episode today, through this interview. But um, but I came from a lifestyle that (laughs) looks completely different than the life I live now. So um, I actually a few years ago, um, I joined the military. I actually well, I didn't join. I commissioned. So I was an Air Force officer living a life that was very structured, living a life that was, um, frankly, uh, not under my control. I didn't have much freedom. I didn't have much say about my day to day. Um, and I was living this life that honestly I hated and I was so, uh, I was so less than passionate about it. Like I just honestly at a loss of like, okay, this, this can't actually be my forever life. Um, and I don't know if anybody listening can relate to that, but that's where I was a few years ago. And I realized, you know what, um, if I don't do anything different right now, my life's going to look the same in five years. And that terrified me. And I think we have this, um, honestly, it's probably a cultural thing. It's probably just like in our society, we all do this where we idealize our future and we don't actually realize that that if we don't make a change, nothing's going to change, right? We think, oh my God, well, in five years, of course, I'm going to be debt-free. Of course, I'm going to be, you know, like an adult. I'll have my shit figured out. I'll have, you know, uh, my great job. I'll, I'll have met the person of my dreams. I'll be living in the place of my dreams. Like I'll be doing X, Y, Z, right? But then, but nobody's proactive about doing any of that in real time, right? Because it's always like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next month, next year. When 2021 starts, that's when I'll start, right? And, and 
in reality, I knew that if I didn't do something in the now, um, which was, you know, back, you know, about three and a half years ago, four years ago, um, if I didn't do anything then, then my life would look the same forever. And, and that, like I said, that terrified me, um, which actually terrified me into being motivated and inspired and excited about creating a new life for myself, um, which is so funny because when I was in the military and I started to have these dreams, these passions, this vision for my life, and I started to vocalize that to my friends, my family, people around me, coworkers, I got so much, um, I don't want to say hatred because it wasn't hatred. It was more so just like, eye rolling and yeah, sure. Like, you know, like people didn't believe me that that was going to be real. They're like, uh, don't you know that that's not a real life? Like a real adult life is you go to work, you complain about your boss, you're tired 24 seven, you go home, you repeat and you do it forever. You do it for 60 years. And, and that's honestly what everybody around me, I feel like thought. So um, the reason why I added, you know, what others consider unlikely to that kind of catchphrase of my podcast is because um, most of the time, the life we want to live exists outside of our circle of comfort, our reality. Um, it honestly exists outside of the path that we're following down. And the path we're following down is most likely the same path that the other people around us are following down. So in order to switch over to that life, that's bigger, better, greater, more passionate, exciting, more filled with love, more filled with you. Um, you have to kind of switch paths and do what other people are might roll their eyes at you for. They might not understand, right? And so that's kind of a little bit about my journey and what kind of prompted that. But, um, but yeah, I'm so grateful for that time in my life that I was struggling in the military, that I was unfulfilled, I was, you know, unmotivated and not excited about my life because that's really truly what sparked um, the growth to be where I'm at today. Yay. Oh my God. That's so inspiring. And often we hear that you need to be really, really um, not unhappy, but almost uncomfortable with your current path in order to have the courage to take action and change whatever is in your control to create a better life for yourself. And for you, that was becoming an entrepreneur. And I'm sure a lot of people in the audience can relate with that. But how did you first decide to become an entrepreneur? Like, is that something you always wanted to do ever since you were a child? Or is it like once you got in the military, like you said, you realized you didn't really absolutely love it. And then you decided to take action and kind of see what was out there for you. Yeah. Oh my God. That's such a good question. Um, and I love that because, uh, I do think that I've kind of had that entrepreneurial bone in my body, if you will. Um, from a very young age, I was that kid, you know, doing lemonade stands in the summer. I was selling Pokemon cards to my neighbors. I was, you know, trying to figure out how I could make, you know, another quarter. I was, you know, doing stuff like that as a child. And then, you know, as it progressed, I always started to see, and really think of, um, without really even knowing it, the idea of multiple streams of income. Um, so while I was in college, I was starting, I, I, that's when I started my fitness coaching business. That's when I started to do um, influencer marketing. That's when I started to take brand deals with, with companies. And that's when I started to realize, hey, you know, um, there is something here. And, you know, the entrepreneurial world and lifestyle I don't think is for most people, but I think I knew from a very early age that it was something that excited me. I love I love creating, which, you know, is the essence of an entrepreneur, right? Creating and then, and then, um, helping others and giving and sharing and inspiring. Right. And so, um, so yeah, I feel like I, I've always kind of had that, but it definitely, um, 
grew, uh, that bone in my body grew, that excitement that I had grew once I was in college. Um, and I was in the military and I realized, you know, Hey, this actually could be my, my ticket out. Right. Um, and that's really when I started to go kind of balls to wall, balls to the wall, like all in on that, um, that passion. Yeah, yeah, that's that's totally relatable. And earlier you were also um, mentioning that when you first mentioned the idea of becoming an entrepreneur, especially like with your fitness app, the people around you didn't actually believe you could do it. Um, and I know that's like a feeling that we can a lot of people can relate with, especially when we decide to put ourselves out there and do something that will help us gain a better life in the future if we succeed at it and I was wondering how you grew and um, persisted through all that negativity because let's face it like it can be pretty negative especially when the people closest to you are not really supporting your vision so can you talk a little bit about that? So true. Um, wow. And I think this is something that we all deal with, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, like everybody out there most likely has a dream kind of, even if it's like, you know, deep in their soul and they haven't even really, you know, talked about it. You know, we all have wants and urges and passions that we're almost embarrassed of and we, and we seek approval about. Um, so when I first started to, um, really launch my fitness business, I started to get into, um, fitness coaching and, um, and I didn't even have the idea of the app just yet. The app is only about a year old. But when I started to really want to do this and pursue this, um, so many of my friends, my family, um, coworkers, people that I worked with in the military, like nobody quite understood what I was doing or why I was doing it. Um, you know, and, and I got a lot of eye rolls. I got a lot of people saying like, yeah, that's not actually ever going to work. And you look stupid for doing it. Um, I actually had, um, girls in college make uh, memes about me and post them on Facebook, um, making fun of me and tagging me in them. So I had a lot of people kind of you know, with that negativity. And I, th I think it's funny because outside looking in, if you look at somebody super successful, um, oftentimes you don't think they went through a lot of that negativity. Right. And so it's like, it's easy to think like, Oh my God, Annie is so successful because she just had so much support. Her family, her friends are just so great. Like, you know, um, and sure, you know, now here I am, you know, X many years into my journey and yeah, my friends and my family, they're very supportive now, but day one, they weren't. Um, and quite frankly, that was really hard to get through at the end of the day. What I attribute, um, to my persistence and grit is the fact that there came a point and, um, and hear me out here. Okay. So when I was first receiving this negativity and, um, kind of like the eye rolls and the people that didn't quite understand what I was doing at that point, my fear of judgment was greater than my reason for why I was doing what I was doing. Right. So that was what, that's what drove me. So when I saw the negativity, when I saw the memes, when I saw people commenting on my Instagram that I thought was supposed to be private only for my fitness community. Right. And I saw them making fun of me and I saw them talking about me that like that literally destroyed me on the inside. Like I'm human. Like I care about that a lot at 
And, um, and so I let that destroy me for a while. And for many months I actually sat and I was so stagnant and I was, I was unsure about what I was doing. I doubted myself. I, you know, I scaled down my vision. I was like, no, 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 it's okay. Everybody says like, you know, the military is okay. I don't need to do this extra thing. I don't need to go for that other thing. I don't need to start this other business. Like I'm fine. If I, you know, I started to scale back on what I wanted in life. And, and so, you know, at the end of the day, um, it took a few months. A few months later, um, uh, something happened in my life where I realized I I needed I needed to change my life. And in that moment, my reasoning, my why for why I was you know pursuing a fitness business, why I was launching an app, why I was building a community, why I was connecting with others, you know that why all of a sudden was so strong that my fear, which was still there, my fear was st- very much still there. But, but it didn't mean as much as my why anymore, right? So in that moment, my why was stronger. My why was heavier. Um, and that's what started to drive me, right? So I think there reaches a point in all of our journeys where, you know, the fear is still there, but you have to come up with a reason why you're doing what you're doing. Otherwise, you will let the fear destroy you. You will let the judgment get to you. Um, and that could be the end of your journey, right? And I think that's why a lot of people quit. I think that's why a lot of people, you know, they start something, they have an idea, and they don't actually pursue it. Um, and so what I would say to anybody who might be struggling with this is, you know, write down reasons. Just let yourself go, like flow on paper and just why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you want to start that side hustle? Why do you want to write that book? Why do you want to, you know, quit your job? Why do you want to move across the country? You know, really, why do you want to do it? And, and what I did was, you know, you start with one reason. Well, I would love to make, you know, an extra income. Okay, why? Well, I would love to be able to uh, quit my job. Why? Well, because I would love to feel passionate about, you know, my day to day. Why? Well, because, and, and the deeper you get, the more you realize, oh my God, I need to do this. And actually it would be a disservice to myself and the world for not doing it. And that's when your why gets so strong that your fear, honestly, I mean, it's there, but it doesn't control you anymore. Does that, I don't know if, I think that was a super long-winded answer to that question, but yeah, that's kind of my, my thought process on that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's the onion exercise when you're constantly asking yourself like why, why, why to get to such a deep level of your why and why you are doing what you're doing. And I think that also helps you become more consistent with your actions to achieve your goals. Um, And I'm sure you're so, so proud of yourself for keeping up and actually pursuing, continuing to pursue your goals because you have been nominated for a spot on five news article covering the top growing online entrepreneurs of 2020 which is so awesome so congrats for that (laughs) and yeah you're welcome I'm sure like a lot of people can be so inspired by that and just what you said earlier about not giving up and staying persistent um, throughout like the negativity and everything. And something I absolutely admire about you, like honestly, is that you're unapologetically yourself. So I always see you on Instagram doing your power poses with your daily affirmations. And I was wondering if you could talk to us a little bit more about why you do that and kind of also run us through what a typical morning for you consists of if you have like a, a routine that you kind of try to follow every day. For sure. For sure. Okay. So I, I love power poses and positive affirmations. That's kind of something I, I started really doing and talking about, um, a few years ago. And so the idea here, and I understand it looks 
so stupid. If you, if you're seeing somebody do it for the first time, you're like, oh my God, what an idiot standing in front of their mirror, trying to be like superwoman with those, you know, hands on hips, you know, 90 degree elbows and, you know, professing all these, you know, quote unquote things that aren't reality. There aren't real right now, but you know, there are things I'm manifesting. Yeah. I know it looks, it looks silly. So the thought process there is because, um, you know, affirmations are so powerful. The idea is that, you know, your thoughts, the things you think about daily become your words. They become what you talk about. What you talk about becomes what you bring about in your life. It's literally what you attract. And then what you're attracting in your life I mean, it becomes your reality. Like that is your life. Like the things that are happening in your life, what you're attracting, who's in it, what you're doing, what you're, you, what you are, the essence of you. Right. And so that's all connected. So take somebody who's constantly telling themselves, you know, um, which, and, and I'll take myself for an example. Um, I used to be somebody, I had very negative body image issues. I was very self-conscious. I was somebody who always like, you know, I was seeking approval. I was fearful of judgment. And so I'm walking around, I'm thinking, oh my God, you know, you're, you're too fat for that outfit or, oh God, like, you know, okay, just, just be quiet or don't be so loud, you know, um, don't say that, you know, oh, you know, make, make yourself smaller, be less weird. Okay. You're, you know, all these negative thoughts. And we say so many things to ourselves on a daily basis that we don't even catch a lot of them. Right. So I realized I was saying so many negative things to myself. Um, and it, again, it was bringing about that vibe within my life, you know? And so when I really started to get into affirmations, I started to realize, hey, if I could change my thought process and I could, I could be really intentional um, about the thoughts I'm saying and the words I'm speaking and then things I'm attracting and then the way my life is going, then I can start to actually really control my life. And so the idea here is that every single day, and actually right before we hopped on this, I was actually doing um, my morning journaling, which is part of my morning routine, which I can kind of chat on. but. Every single day, um, I start the day with the, the date. So today is November 28th that we're doing this interview here. Um, I start with gratitude. So I write down five things I'm grateful for. Um, and then I write five affirmations of the day, right? And so um, I can actually, um, I can read some of these for you guys. So these are my affirmations for today, okay? Um, affirmations. I am an eight-figure earner. I am a best-selling author. I am in love with the me that God created. I am a massively successful entrepreneur that inspires other people every single day. And then I have helped 100 women earn $100,000 in a year. So those are some of my affirmations, guys. And I just want to say... those are all things I'm striving for. They are not currently in my life. I'm not a best-selling author as of right now. I'm not an eight-figure earner as of right now. I am, and, and you know, the one that where I say, I'm in love with the me that God created. I still have days where I struggle to love myself, right? So I'm still on that journey. Um, I'm a successful entrepreneur and I inspire others every single day. I have to, I have to tell myself that, right? Um, that, that is, you know, a reality in my life. And then I have helped 100 women earn $100,000 in a year. That's a massive goal that I I personally have. So those are things, you know, most, some people would look at that and be like, so you're telling yourself lies every day. No, I am instead telling myself where I'm going. I'm telling myself the things I'm becoming, you know, I'm telling myself the things I want to attract in my life and the things I want to bring into my life. Right. So, um, 
So I start my day every single day with that. And then I say them out loud. So not only do I write them, which writing things down, so powerful. Um, So if you're not already doing that, you should do it. But the next step is not only writing it every single day, but saying it out loud every single day. And the reason that I stand in a power pose and I look at myself in the mirror is because um, I found that that was really hard for me to do when I started. (laughs) I would stand there and I would feel honestly, like it's an emotional moment where you stand there and you're like, this looks so like, you know, I see this girl do it on Instagram or yeah, yeah. I've heard, heard her talk about this on a podcast and you stand there in front of the mirror and you're like, ah, and then you're critiquing yourself. I found myself, oh my God, my skin looks bad. My eyebrows look terrible. Okay. I look fat in this outfit. Oh my God. I need to go to the gym. Okay. I should go back on a diet, you know, and you're critiquing yourself all over again. And so for me, it was an exercise in and of itself to stand in front of a mirror and tell myself positive things. Right. So these are my, my conscious affirmations. Other affirmations I tell myself is, you know, you're a fucking badass. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can swear on this, but I'm an effing badass and, um, and I am beautiful and my body is perfect. And I am sexy and I'm alive and I'm vibrant and I'm attracting people into my life with high vibe energy. Those are some of the things I just say just off the cuff, right? And so the more that I say affirmations, the easier it comes, you know? So when you start this, it might start off as like, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am powerful, which are great affirmations, but they might not resonate very deeply with you. Um, and so an activity, I actually have a podcast um, episode all about this. Um, I can send it to you, Lydia, and you can maybe link it in the show notes or whatever, but I pretty much talk about how to create meaningful affirmations. It starts with your negative thoughts. It'll just go quick spark notes here starts with a negative thought, right? So if I'm telling myself constantly, Annie, I'm so, I'm so fat, right? So that's my negative thought. The next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to flip it, right? So what's the complete opposite of that um, is, you know, not fat, but you know, fit and athletic and sexy. Um, And then you're going to add, you know, a, an affirmative phrase. So it's not, I will become sexy one day. It is, I am. And that's the affirmation there is you're saying that it is, it is an existence. It is reality. It is you. Right. And so again, that's creating the thought within yourself of I am sexy. You know, I am hot. I am fit. I am athletic. I am strong, you know? Um, and so again, it's, it's just the flipping of that. So then next time, you know, you, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I look, oh, I need to go back on a diet or you're, you're struggling with that. This is something I struggled with. So I'm sorry that if I'm like, you know, really focusing on that, this personally, um, when I started to say that in my head, I'd catch myself and I'd be like, wait, this is the effort. This is what I flipped. This is the thought process that I didn't want to have. And then, you know, in that moment, you're able to say, you know, no, like stop that you're great. You're amazing. Right. So that's kind of where that comes from and writing these, writing the affirmations, saying them out loud, being in a power pose. Um, it just makes it that much more powerful to me. And so, um, so that, that's that, that for me, it's very, very important. If you guys don't do power, power poses first off, but also positive affirmations, like if you're not doing those together, I strongly encourage you to start, start by writing them down, you know, um, and then start saying them to yourself in the mirror. Um, so that's that. And then you also, what you asked about my morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, your morning routine. Yeah. So I'm a big believer in owning the morning. Um, and I know that's super cliche. I feel like, you know, there's a very big, uh, like, like it's like, it's a popular thing to say right now. Like, Oh, you know, own the morning, but I so, I so believe it. So I have three aspects of my morning routine. So I have, um, physical movement. So my movement routine, I have my, um, uh, what should we call it? Sorry. Um, 
Like your mindset, your spirituality? Yes, mindset. Sorry, mindset routine. Yeah. So I have my movement routine. I have my mindset routine. And then I have my product routine. And so the three things about this, the movement is every single day I get up and I walk one mile. Um, so this is for me, it's, it's something I have established actually in 2020. Um, and so I walk one mile, I get my body moving. This is no matter what. Um, I'm also big into fitness, so I also get my workout in the morning, but that's not necessarily something you, ha- you have to do. Um, I also have an, a podcast episode about this too, morning routines, so important. Um, you know, so that's physical movement. Um, I do that every single day, starting your day off with physical movement instead of just rolling out of bed and into the shower and then into the car or whatever your morning looks like. Um, being intentional about the way you move your body in the morning is super beneficial. Um, the second thing is my mindset routine. So I'm listening to personal development every single day. So typically it's a podcast, it's an audible, it's something on my walk. I'm actually kind of, you know, killing two birds with one stone there. Um, there are days where I'm sitting down and reading a book, but most likely I am listening. I'm a much more like audible type of person. Um, and then the other part of my mindset routine is my journaling habit. So that's what I was telling you guys about. Um, I told you guys about the gratitudes, the affirmations. The last thing I'm doing is I'm journaling some days that lasts a minute and I, and I don't have anything more to write about some days it lasts 20 minutes and I, and I just need to spill things. You know, I need to get things out of myself. I need to get stuff on paper. I have, you know, sometimes it's lists, it's ideas, it's passions, it's goals. Some days it's, it's sentences and it's straight up like I'm, you know, doing a diary entry. Um, so it totally depends. And then the last thing is a product routine. So for me, um, products really, uh, they create foundation in my life and they are, they're physical things, right? So a morning walk, that's not physical. Um, you know, uh, listening to a personal development, listening to a podcast, that's not physical, right? Um, even like journaling and affirmations, that's not physical, products are physical. And so, you know, products help me a lot to just be mindful about what I'm consuming, making sure that I'm fueling my body with things that are beneficial to me, um, putting things on my skin that are beneficial to me, you know, you know, like respecting my body with the products that I'm using. And so in doing that and having products that I use every day, like it's like, it's a yes or no. Did I wash my face? It's a yes or no. Did I take my green string? It's a yes or no. You know, am I right now I'm sitting here, I have my gel eye masks on, right? So like, it's a yes or no, you know, it's easy to tell, oh, well, yeah, like, I mean, I kind of did those affirmations thing. I kind of said it in my head while I was getting into the car. Like you can kind of like, you know, half-ass those type of things, but straight up, yes or no, did you use your healthy products today? Um, so if, if you guys don't have healthy products you have at your disposal, like I would definitely encourage you to find those. Um, if, if you want to ask me, slide in my DMs, ask me about what I do and what I use. Um, you know, I'm sure Lydia has her own recommendations as well. And so find somebody that you, you respect, you look up to ask them, but it's so important, you know, like, you know, stop with the, the morning cereal and the, uh, you know, all these other, the, the, McDonald's drive through. Um, if those are the things that you're fueling your body with, um, it, it kind of shows how much you're prioritizing your body, right? And how much you're prioritizing yourself, which has an internal effect. Like it, it affects you. You're like, nah, it doesn't matter. I have McDonald's every morning, or it doesn't matter that I don't eat breakfast every morning, or it doesn't matter that I don't really wash my face, or I don't really have a routine. It does matter because, I mean, on a subconscious level, you're telling yourself like. Ah, the body don't matter. The body's not a priority and and your body is you, right? So again, products have helped me kind of just like have a foundation of a morning routine. Um, so those are kind of the three elements of my morning routine. Yeah, that was amazing. And like the mindset part, the product part, and then the exercise part, I think kind of 
are all part of your life and also part of what help you um, get through your everyday as an entrepreneur. So thank yeah. you for explaining all of that. Um, obviously, like exercise is a big part of your lifestyle. Like you said, you you at least walk every day and then you also add in a workout with it. But from what I um, listened to your podcast, you talked about not always having the best relationship with fitness. And so I wanted to, um, I wanted, I wanted you to talk about what role do you think exercise plays in your self-confidence and well-being and how did you get to create that better relationship with, you know, fitness, exercise, all of that good stuff? I love that question because yeah, I used to have a very obsessive relationship with fitness and exercise. Um, as a, I was a college gymnast, a D1, um, college gymnast. And for me, um, I never really, you know, it was a sport. It was something I got yelled at about, you know, I spent four hours in a gym every single day for my whole life. And, um, and it was never something I owned or that I chose, like I did choose doing the sport. Of course I loved it, but however, it was like, I was being forced to do it. I had no choice. I was going to get yelled at if I didn't do my X, Y, Z. So, um, in leaving gymnastics, once I, you know, quote unquote, retired from gymnastics, um, I was forced to find fit fitness for myself. And that, you know, that relationship with gymnastics almost transferred into fitness where I was using it as a punishment. I was, you know, getting really obsessive about it. There was a time where um, I was dealing, really struggling with um, eating disorders and disordered eating and um, body image issues. And so for me, fitness was, you have to be in the gym two hours a day. You have to do an hour of Stairmaster every single day. And you have to run eight miles today. Like you have to do this. Otherwise, like you're going to gain a pound. You're going to look fat. You're going to this, you're going to that. Oh my God, you're going to an event. You, you have to prepare by going to the gym extra today. Like it used to be a very obsessive thing and obligation and not something that I chose to do. Um, so how did I get out of that? Um, I think I got to a point where I mean, I had recognized it within myself and then I went, I flip-flopped the other way. So, you know, I reached a point where I was like, I can't keep doing this. Like I, I was destroying my body. I was not okay mentally. I was, it was just, it was a bad all around. Um, and I started to evolve and started to, you know, kind of fall into this whole, like, yeah, like, um, you know, I don't, I don't need to work out. I don't, which, which you don't, you know? Um, and I lost it complete essentially. Um, and then I found when I went, when I flip out the other way that I missed it, that I genuinely needed that part in my life. And, and so now I've been able to find a really healthy balance between, um, finding fitness programs that I love, which is actually the, the whole idea behind my fitness app. Um, I'm somebody who, um, I used to force myself. This is when I was very obsessive and like restrictive. I, I would force myself to do a program for like 60 weeks or whatever, like, you know, this whole time frame. like I had to finish it. I had to do it. I had to do it every single day. I couldn't fail. Like, you know, and I'd get to like week four and I'm like, I'm sick of it. Like, I do not want to keep doing it. It's repetitive. It's same, same. Like, I don't want to do, I don't get excited going to the gym anymore. Like, Again, it was an obligation, not a choice, not a, not a luxury. Um, and so 
when I created my app, I wanted people to have that flexibility and that freedom as well. I want people to say, you know, today I want to get to the gym and I want to lift, you know, or today I want to do a hit circuit in my living room. You know, today I have some, I have some body weights here. Like, you know, I have some dumbbells. I can do a, you know, quick home workout or a slight workout in the dumbbell section at the gym, you know, oh no, today I want to do more of like a CrossFit style workout, you know? So when I, when I wrote my app, you know, I'm really focused on allowing the freedom, um, allowing people to choose what they want to do that day for me, switching up my workouts allowed me to find that excitement again in the gym. It allowed me to find that. Pa- oh, sorry. That's my dog. <laughs> that's okay. Um, it allowed me to find that passion again um, and get excited about the gym because honestly, at the end of the day, physical movement, um, it is a huge part of my life. And I know that days where I'm not, you know, I'm not getting my walk in and I'm not getting like at least maybe a 20 minute body, body weight circuit in. I feel drained. I feel sluggish. I feel tired. Right. And it's not that I'm blaming or guilting myself. There are definitely Thanksgiving. Psh- girl, I did not work out, you know, <laughs> I went on my walk, but you know, I, I skipped the gym that day and that's totally okay. And I'm finally at a place where my whole life doesn't revolve around the two hours I need to spend at the gym. Um, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a freedom. It's a, it's a luxury to be able to walk into a gym and move my body. Not everybody around the world has that ability. So, you know, I, I value it at a different level now. Um, and again, I'm just switching it up so that I can be excited about it. And, um, again, it's not an obligation anymore. Yay. That's awesome. You've come such a long way from literally like kind of having a toxic relationship with exercise and now having so so much more of a healthy relationship with it. And I think that is something that allows people to stay consistent with it. And we've talked a little bit about consistency before, but it's literally the key to any success. Like you need to be consistent if you want to see your results. Um, so thank you so much for talking about that. And I wanted to end with a question that you always ask people on your podcast. And I know you're going to ask me about it, but basically like your podcast is all about getting uncomfy and you always ask your guests, what's one time where you did something a little bit awkward or you got uncomfortable, whatever. So I wanted to, I wanted you to have a, have the chance to tell us a little bit about an awkward moment that you, you had, like an awkward experience. Um, okay. Uh, shoot. Am I super echoey right now? No, you're, you're fine. Okay, good. That's, I had the blanket over my head. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. This is so funny because I ask everybody that's on my podcast this question and nobody's ever asked me. And I actually have not sat down and like thought about it. Um, so when you brought this up at the beginning, I was like, oh shoot. Um, okay. Let's see here. Um, so an awkward thing, and this was, this is me like putting myself out there. That was super uncomfortable. Um, this was a few years ago, actually, I was still in the air force and you know how, you know how Ted talks, you you can apply for Ted talks. And, um, and I was at a place where I was like, Oh my God, I've experienced so much growth. I, you know, somebody had sent it to me for my work, you know, within the military and said, Hey, Annie, I think you should do this. Um, and so I, uh, (laughs) I was applying for a Ted talk and I wasn't very, I'm not very, I wasn't very open, let's say, um, in my workplace, in the office, um, about what my, what my life was, what I was doing. Um, and I was typing up this application and I was forwarding it to somebody to edit it, 
to like take a look at it. And of course there's like my life story. There's stuff about like me hating the air force and knowing that I needed more out of life and you know, all this sort of stuff. And I accidentally um, forwarded it to my office Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> and, awkward. <laughs> and, yes. And people that worked with me. Um, and it was so uncomfortable because I knew that I had sent it and it was so, I'm like, delete, backtrack. How do I unsend an email? Um, and so people started to see it and, you know, it didn't go as bad as I thought, but I was personally like, oh, oh my God, people are reading this. Um, I think the like follow-up embarrassing part of it is that, you know, this all happened. So everybody started to hear about my story and, and I didn't even get the Ted talk. So I, I was turned down. I was not accepted. I did not get a Ted talk. Um, but so everybody's like, Oh my God, you think you're so cool applying for this thing? Like, Oh my God, you have a story. Like, okay. You think you're so like high and mighty. Awesome. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to, it's fine. Like, girl, I'm going to get it. You don't even know. Like, you don't know. And then I didn't even freaking get it. Um, I was just, I mean, I was so red. I was so embarrassed. Um, everybody, you know, everybody kept asking, okay, well, how'd that go? How'd it go? How'd it go? I didn't get it. I just, I got denied. I did not get it. Thank you for reminding me. Right. So that was a, probably a really random, embarrassing moment that just came to mind. Um, and again, just putting myself out of my comfort zone. It was, I never applied for anything like that. I have never, you know, I'd never done that and I was just super embarrassed that that all turned out the way it did (laughs) oh no and like your email is not like an Instagram DM you can't unsend it so when it's once it's sent it's sent oh no and I'm sure you're gonna get the chance to do a TED talk one day after that so you'll prove them in the future I'm sure (laughs) um so you're welcome it was a pleasure to have you on the show today um again thank you for accepting my invitation um the last thing I the actual last thing I wanted to ask is what's coming up for you like what are you excited about within the next couple months and where can people find find you yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay. So, um, everybody can find me on Instagram. Um, it's Annie Graft. So literally I T S A N N I E G R A F T is my full handle. That's my personal page. Um, post everything about business, all that sort of stuff. I'm every day on the stories. So, um, so check out my stories, check out what my life's, um, what my life's like slide in the DMS. Let's chat. Um, and the, my app page is fit life, fit me, underscore fam. That is my app page um, where I also do apparel sales, um, that kind of stuff. And then my podcast is let's get uncomfy dot podcast on Instagram. So those are the places, um, honestly slide in the DMS and chat with me. If you have any questions, if you want to know anything, if you want to connect, I would love to chat with you guys. Um, what's coming up next let's see. Wow. I'm so excited for 2021. Honestly, I have some big things that I am looking to do. Um, I have been writing a book for a little bit, so that's, that should be coming up here. Hopefully. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm looking to do a, a short mastermind, um, sort of, course, if you will, um, about how I've transformed my life, um, the actual tactics and, you know, really how to do it. I love coaching and sharing and telling and helping people do the same. And so I'm just doing a little mini thing on that. So I'll be posting on stories, uh, more information on that, but, um, but stay tuned. And I mean, that's really all I'm the podcast. I launch episodes Mondays, Mondays and Thursdays. 
and that's really it. <laughs> Yay, perfect. Well, I'll put everything in the show notes for people to check out. And yeah, I'll talk to you very soon. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Lydia. I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm excited to continue that self-development journey with you. If you love this episode, make sure to share it with a friend or post it on social media and then tag me so I can personally say thank you for helping me spread the message. I love you very much and I am going to see you in the next episode.